Welcome to the Almost Daily Podcast. This is episode 822, The Skill of Shifting. It's been an interesting time lately. A lot of of big changes for me within the last six weeks or so. Um, Lots of of really good things work-wise. So I started working for... uh, for a marketing agency on the client side of things, which has been, uh, it, it's been really cool getting back into that. Um, and we, we focus on helping restaurants, um, mostly single owner, um, and, and so small businesses. And, um, it's, it's been really cool because I get to, I, I'm now, coaching in a way that I haven't really done since I was doing marketing consulting, which was five years ago. Um, and when I was doing marketing consulting, it was, um, uh, it was mixed into a bunch of other things that I was doing at the time. And you know, what that has, uh, what time has taught me is having to be able to shift because since conversations started with that company at the beginning of March. So it was funny. I was, I was thinking about this yesterday and, and um, was thinking that it has been like three or four months and it hasn't been, it's actually, it hasn't even been, um, it, it hasn't even been two months since things started, but everything has moved very quickly so I had that change. So, and then going into client services, I had to decide what avenue I wanted to take YLF because I wasn't really going to be doing client services for a company and then client services on my own uh, because there's only really so much energy you can bring in a one-on-one capacity. And if I'm going to be working one-on-one, I want it to be the best possible experience for anybody that I'm working with. And I've got to be able to show up for myself and take care of myself while I do that as well. And with uh, working and marketing, there's a lot of, of, of just staying on top of things. Things are constantly changing. Uh, which it's interesting right now, if you're a marketer, you, you realize this. This is probably the most constant and consistent change that we've had in a long time. And I, I don't think it's going to be slowing down anytime soon. So I've shifted your level fitness to um, focusing heavily on the community and actually changing the community to where it's connecting online, but then also uh, putting things in place to meet in person. So there's been a shift on that for something that I've, I've been working on for the last almost decade. Um, and then there was seeing the opportunity of, of what's really happening with social media right now, which is the... It's really a wild time because the the reach that you would get on social media has gone way down. Now, you can still run ads and you can still target the people that follow you and target people like those that follow you and, and 
But as far as just posting things and the way that people, because I, I, when we're all scrolling, we're inundated with so much information on our feed. So being able to stand out takes, uh, it, it's, it's, not as, it's not what it used to be. So you've had, kind of had to look at things, plus the platforms are changing to where they're charging, uh, they're, they're charging people to verify accounts, a lot of eye rolling and a lot of, uh, a lot of air quotes on that. Um, but I think the interesting thing is, uh, the subscription model where not only are the content creators being charged, but now the content creators can charge their followers for premium content. Essentially taking a uh, Patreon, if you guys are familiar with Patreon, which if, if you are, you, you know the subscription model. If you're not, it's essentially a platform where a content creator can put uh, things behind a paywall and you as the uh, follower or the fan, uh, subscribe, and the, you're supporting the content creator, and Patreon gets a cut. Um, I think this is the easiest way to describe what OnlyFans is. Now, OnlyFans has a, a certain brand and demographic that people think of um, when, when they think of their platform, but it's the same thing. It's you're, you're charging your fans and followers a subscription, and then the platform takes their cut of it. So I look at this and I'm like, huh, I'm not really, and there's all kinds of things with social media that over the last few years I've kind of looked at and I've been like, eh, I'm not a huge fan of this. So I then just started building my own on-demand platform, subscription model. Whereas there's a lot more to the inner workings on my end, but I don't have to, I'm not building a a following on somebody else's platform. It's it's a harder way to go, but I think I think as being a content creator, which I think I'm actually going to rename it like I'm a creative person that creates content. So I think a lot of your content creators and this again like this is what the game has turned into is you've got these shorter videos, these reels and shorts and TikToks where most are 15 to 60 seconds long and you're trying to to ride the wave of trends in hopes of getting attention. And the, the thing is, is when you start going towards that, you're diluting your message because that's not what you as a content creator, as somebody that's a creative, um, really wants to do with your message and your material, but you're at the mercy of the platform. So I think when we're talking quality over quantity, having your own way of, of um, building your own platform and people that are willing to get off of, of social media, even for just a few moments, to check out what it is that you're doing, um, it, it really speaks to the whole quality versus quantity game. And for me, as far as a skill set standpoint, I've I've ne- I have never paid, I, I have I have never paid so much attention to the the user experience, to the UI UX of websites, and I, I actually really enjoy it because I'm learning a lot of different things. Um. 
So there's been that. That's been a very interesting opportunity. Um, there's the what's really what's also really disrupted all of this is the how fast artificial intelligence has, has started to really make its way into, into a lot of things with day-to-day life, but especially in the marketing space. And AI is, is I was, this was a conversation Ben and I had on the live stream last night. Like, it's a tool. It's not going to be the end-all, be-all. But I can tell you, as somebody that worked worked as a copywriter for a marketing agency, that was part of what I did, um, I was a project manager, but we did a lot of copy as well and traditional copy too. So like phone scripts, postcards, um, you know, and then have put out, I don't even know how many posts on social media now. I think I, I it has to be toward, I think I, when I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I think I said like 5,000 posts and working for a marketing company and we're working in the marketing department of a company previously where we had some freelance copywriters that we worked with. I, I think what's really fascinating from a copy standpoint is if you look at this as something that makes your job more efficient, which gets the hardest part out of the way, which is just getting the initial thoughts down, you can get into an editing process. And I'm going to tell you, if you're... Um, you know, copywriters are afraid that their jobs are going to be going to be you know taken out of, or, or that their jobs are going to be eliminated. No, you you have to take what the AI tells you, and then you have to craft it into your own message. But it give, actually gives you it, it gives you more time and more bandwidth to come up with better content. The thing that people don't want to do, though, anyone that's worried about losing their job is that I mean they were most likely a subpar writer to begin with. And yes, the the floor or the minimum of what you're going to have to do to be in a in a field is is going to change. It's going to go up, right? So like your status quo, if you're somebody that wants to sit at the status quo, yeah, you're going to have to raise your game or you're going to your job is going to be eliminated. Um so that's been a very interesting change. But this whole thing of being able to shift, I've gotten much better as time has gone on to being able to take a step back and look at things and decide where I need to make adjustments. And I look at data, but I also rely a lot on intuition. And then I also realize, especially with the stuff that's tied to my name, there isn't any change that I'm going to make that is absolutely fatal. So I can shift from doing something for a while or completely change something just based on what I think is going to be right at the time. And again, I don't really do this without any thought process to it. Um, but I've, I've actually gotten really good at, at looking at stuff and then making a decision, not hemming and hauling. And I think in the world we live in now, I think you have to make decisions very quickly. So what I've had to do with with some stuff coming on my plate, uh, which was really cool also while I was getting everything together with the new job and figuring out what I was going to do with your level fitness, my personal training certification was coming up. (laughs) And I, um, on the weekends, I, I took a couple weekends and I did the, um, my, my certification was coming up for renewal. So I was doing these online modules 
And I, on, on the matter of like three weekends, I got everything done that I needed to get done. And I got recertified. I got everything done. I was, I was stoked. So the, the thing is, is you can accomplish a lot of things, probably much more than you think. But you have to be able to, to shift and allocate. I've done it with this podcast. And it's, it's funny. I was sitting here and I wanted to, I had some thoughts on this and I wanted to get them out. And I'm like, well, do I just put a podcast out? And just like no real intro, just be like, hey there, and then this is what we're talking about. And then I look back at like, and you get, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I've tried a number of things. You know, I took the Almost Daily away, tried a weekly format to see what that was like. And then took one of those weekly episodes and really expanded it to see what that was like. Didn't really see much of a difference as far as listenership. And then I said I wasn't sure what I was going to do this. I, I have a daily podcast right now for YLF365. And under the very specific actions for that challenge, a lot of those, are, those things are topics that I used to talk about on this podcast. But there's also things that I, I like to talk about that don't fit in there. So I brought back the Almost Daily because I love, I, I love the ADP. I love the intro. I love, because like it takes me back to when I really just started all this stuff. This, this was the podcast that started everything for me. And while some things shift back and some things shift forward, here's the thing. This is the podcast tied to my name, and I plan on keeping my name for the rest of my life. So this one's always going to be here. So I'm doing the almost daily. But I'm also, at, at this point, again, I, I think I don't, I, I'm very proud of all the work that I've done through all the brands and all the projects but I, I also have gotten really good at looking at things and saying, okay, this is when I need to make an adjustment. And in the time we're in right now, there's a lot of adjustments that need to be made just by how fast things are moving. So I'm going to continue to do that. I am going to do these episodes. I don't know what Almost Daily looks like right now. <laughs> I'm not committing to it. I have a daily podcast that comes out. I just did a looking at a format for the Your Level Fitness podcast, again, with the change being towards... Uh, community and in-person meetups, I wanted to change the line of questioning that I had for that podcast because I want to highlight the, the end of it, like not just the fitness stuff that people do. I want to highlight the stuff that people are into, things that they really geek out about, which again is, is an evolution of taking the stuff from the Geek Out podcast, which was a very brief but enjoyable series that I did here, and put it in with that. Because I, th- I think, again, I, I think we make connections through, um, we, we just, we make connections based off of common interest. So I want to highlight what could be common interests that people have. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've made some changes. I've pulled some stuff back. I've put some stuff to the side. I've pushed some other stuff forward. But you, you got to be willing to, to assess because one thing that I say all the time is, oh, I wish there were 30 hours in a day. And I do. But the fact of the matter is, is I only get 24, just like you. So I got to use those 24 hours to the best of my ability. So those are my thoughts. If you want to share yours with me, please do. You can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Daryl T. Perry or 
you can email me at it's Daryl at DarylPerry.com. So go ahead. Let me know your thoughts. Actually, you know what? No, let's, let's go old. Let, we're we're going to go old school with this podcast. Cause I want everything going to one place so I can, I, cause I don't always check. That's one thing. I'm not in my DMS a lot. <laughs> so, um, the best place to reach me, if you're on Instagram, is going to be at your level fitness. And then if you want to email me, that's going to be Daryl at yourlevelfitness.com. I check the other email, but I, I pretty much run everything through my YLF email. So again, that's Daryl at yourlevelfitness.com. Thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.